Jason. Uh, is it Matt? I think it is. Okay, yeah, that's me. I am also Matt. No, I'm cool. Ian. <laughs> is that an impression? <laughs> it was. Mind Grenade is a pop culture-based show that dives into TV, movies, music, music, comics, oh! and a whole lot more. There's the music. <laughs> there it is. God, bless it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, we were back for another episode. It's the entire crew, and um, let's see. We're gonna get. Uh, we're gonna finish up our MCU retrospective. Uh, so this is part three of that. This has been going on like since Iron Man one, right? We've we just can't get it finished. Yeah, so just... yeah, yeah. Uh, the first time we did this was on episode two sixteen, and then we continued it in episode two thirty eight, and now we're gonna wrap it up. The problem is, is that they make movies at a faster rate than we do yeah. one. So they, they're, oh my god, there's like seven more movies that just came out. It turns out, out yeah. multi billion dollar movies are more efficient than four guys <laughs> <laughs> trying to talk about them. Uh, th- but I mean, to be fair, they were. Going at a good clip, oh, Marvel yeah. was. There was like two or three a year. Oh, for sure. Um, and then, uh, I mean, thank God for for coronavirus. Otherwise, we never would have thank finished God it for up. Coronavirus. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. Uh, so th- we're gonna we're gonna wrap that up, and then we're gonna um, talk about Wandavision there at the end, episodes three and four of Wandavision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the first couple episodes uh, the last time we were together. Um, do a little bit of networking. Uh, let's see here. MindGrenadeStudios.com is where you can find everything that we do here in the studio. Um, we got some artwork, got the feed of the podcast, um, all kinds of stuff there. And um, I think we, we have a Twitter account. And I just recently um, started following a new program that's going to be starting up pretty soon. I don't know if you guys want to talk about it at all. Maybe just a little bit real quick, a little teaser. I'll get teased. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You like no, to get teased? Yeah, I like to get teased. So there's a new podcast. It's going to be called Listen Impossible. That you, if you're listening to us now, it might have some familiar voices on it, <laughs> such as the person to my left, Kyle. Kyle. Okay, who is also on mute apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt and I will uh, be on this. So it's going to be uh, Matt. How would you describe this from the not leading point of view? This podcast. Uh, I just would encourage everyone to go listen. But keep in mind that you can't because it's impossible. <laughs> so, yeah. So February 28th, it'll be a podcast set up pretty much for anybody and nobody to listen to is how I describe it. So um, we will talk about the most trivial things and the most interesting things, but mostly the most trivial, nonsensical things. Um, it'll be segment-based. So we'll have uh, fun fact segments, game segments, uh, discussion segments, uh, dumbass debate segments, and so on and so forth. So... Um, so February twenty eighth, and we will be on. Actually, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna post an episode zero, so mm, it'll be nice. on. Uh, be up probably next. Well, by the time this posts, probably in, in if it's not up yet in the next week, I'll have that. So you can go ahead and subscribe early. Nice. What um, you guys did send me a file of the uh, intro music for it, and I, I'm sorry if I'm kind of going behind the scenes uh, too early for you. No, guys. that's okay. But uh, what um, how'd you uh come like I know. I know Matt's a musician, but did you guys go that route, or how'd you guys get the music? Um, I did you guys I originally somebody or? yeah I originally was gonna go with um, my brother-in-law has a band, of course, the Judge, and then I was originally gonna go with some of his music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to him about that, but the way the the way <laughs> the way that the podcast is set up is more of a kind of silly, um, kind of nonsensical, like doesn't take itself seriously kind of thing. So I was like. I, I was like, you know, I would kind of like music that kind of reflected that. So then I, d- I pursued kind of to see if there was someone out there that could make something mm-hmm. that, in that tone. Mm-hmm. And I found this guy, 
on Fiverr who was okay. both a, a music kind of a musician plus a like a comedian kind of ordeal. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, got to talking to him and he helped me create what is the uh, will be the intro, intro yeah. song. So. Uh, it sounds good. It's uh, so that that whole uh, transaction went pretty well for mm-hmm. you. Just mm-hmm. kind of, you did, yeah, yeah. I know um, with this with the music for Mind Grinning, we went through Fiverr as well, and like they gave like at least the person I went through gave us like if if the initial uh, offering didn't work out, he'd try again. And uh, I always thought that was kind of cool that I, I I went with the first his first try it worked out for me but um, or for us but uh, uh, yeah I've had a good experience so far with Fiverr the one time I've dealt yeah, with yeah yeah uh, I yeah I have too so um, cool cool so yeah uh, I encourage people to jump on on that uh, let listen impossible train early um, there you guys have your uh, what is it uh, listen impossible pod is at the uh, Twitter uh, impossible underscore pod. That's right. Is the Twitter. Yeah. Cool. Cool. How soon do you expect to get sued by Tom Cruise? Mm, I would say <laughs> I think it probably is in process, mm. and I don't even know. Wow. It yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lawyer up quick. All I'm right. not affiliated with this podcast any longer. <laughs> <laughs> cool. 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 All right. I, I yeah. think I need to come up a little bit. Does oh, it, am, I, okay. am I quiet to anybody else? Right. How about now? I just. Don't want to do the whole episode. Oh, that's so much better. Okay. Yeah, yeah boy. That is, that is way better. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Keep talking, Matt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, um, I wanted to bring up uh, something that might involve uh, both Jason and Matt. Um, I just finished watching Queen's Gambit, and which Jason recommended to me, and it was a great recommendation. I thoroughly enjoyed all of it. Uh, I'm kind of sad it's over now. It was just kind of a mini series, but the 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 um, Matt connection is that that actor. I'm a brilliant genius. Yeah, yeah. That and uh, um, what's her name? Um, Anya Taylor Joy, the actress that plays uh, Queen, uh, Elizabeth Harmon, I think is her name in Queen's Gambit. Yeah, she's going to be in Edgar Wright's next film that comes out this oh, year. Oh, nice! I really uh, last night like in her. Soho or something like that. No, I just fell for her with the Queen's Gambit. Like. I, I actually watched on an airplane this week. Um, what's that X Men scary movie called? Uh, New Mutants. New Mutants. Yeah, uh, but I had the ultimate airplane tragedy, which is when the flight is shorter than the movie. Oh no! And the movie's not available anywhere else. Oh shit! Uh, that does. Suck. Yeah, so I missed like the last twenty minutes, like the entire climax of the movie. Um, it was okay, but anyway, she's in it. Yeah, and she plays like the polar opposite of every character she's ever played before, which is interesting when an actor does something. Okay. That's out How does of she range. do with that? Like, since it's out of her range or her normal thing, is she? Yeah, no, she's she okay? she's good at it. Okay. Yeah, she plays like this like mean spirited, <clears throat> cool bitch basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, had you not seen any of her previous movies, you wouldn't it wouldn't you wouldn't even notice that like it was different. Do you think she watched Mean Girls like a yeah, hundred times yeah. to get into that role? That and she has a Russian accent, so she probably watched a lot of like uh, Red Sparrow and uh, what's yeah. the Hannah? Well, she's to, in the Mutants. She's supposed to play uh, Colossus's. Sister, which oh, is, is that Colossus is? is also Russian. Ah, that explains uh, her El- power so much. Yeah, Eliana. I oh, bet, I bet it would have made even more sense if I finished the goddamn movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was not a great movie, but it was watchable. Um, yeah, that was the last um, X Men film that Fox was in control of before. Yeah, I was honestly most surprised. Can we talk about this movie real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the main actress is terrible. 
I don't oh, know who she is. Terrible, huh? But it's funny because the girl who plays Arya Stark is in the movie. Yeah, she plays Wolfsbane. Um, what's yeah. her name? Macy William? Is it Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. She should have been the lead, but the problem is the that I think it's from the comics maybe, but the lead is supposed to be Native American, and she's very obviously not that. Uh, but yeah. the lead actress was just like the most emotionally boring character actress I've huh. seen in a while. Huh. But the rest of the cast was pretty good. Well, okay. I always thought Maisie, Will- yeah, Maisie Williams, uh, the character, the mutant she's playing and the mutant that Anya Taylor-Joy is playing, I think those two actresses were perfect for those two roles from growing up reading those comics. Okay, got it. But the movie just turned out to be not so... I, from what I've heard, it's turned out to be pretty weak for, mm-hmm. for whatever. But it was interesting because yeah. it was like a horror-tinged X-Men movie. Yeah, it was a, a mashup that hasn't been done before. Yeah, so... <laughs> Speaking of weak movies, I watched Bloodshot. Oh, oh yeah. how was it? <laughs> was our... Wait, can we... Someone go back and listen to the episode where we made our Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> predictions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so if I had to sum up this movie, I would say corny dialogue, plot holes... Uh, so-so action scenes and some slow motion shit. Oh, cool! I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> where'd you watch it? Um, I was on one of my where I get movies. I can't remember what it was, but I wouldn't have paid anything extra for this movie. <laughs> Damn, blockbuster. Um, I I started. I started it. I started was it, it in a dumpster in an alley <laughs> behind where was. a blockbuster somebody, used to be. Somebody held a gun to my head and said, "You watch this movie." Was it Vin Diesel? It was. Yeah. It was like hell. <laughs> it was my career. <laughs> <laughs> nah, actually. He showed up in a really cool car, though, like Fast and Furious. Oh, so I was like, oh, man, this is sweet. Yeah. So I didn't mind it at Ford all. Escort. Even though my life was in danger, I didn't seem <laughs> to mind it very much. It was kind of weird. It was a Pinto. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I started it ten after it was already 10 minutes in, and I was like, I'm not going to go back and start this from the beginning. Like, there's no point. Like, I feel like after watching the trailer, I already knew what was going on. You could, like, like I, started at any point. Oh, it's like yeah. so you didn't rewind the VCR all the way? <laughs> I didn't stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, be kind, rewind, everybody. Um, I, I, I didn't stop. I watched it all the way through. There was enough, like, going on in the movie that was just kind of enough just to watch it. Like, the character Wiggins, uh, I, then the actor, I can't remember his name, that played the character Wiggins, which I thought was really good. Isn't um, that the police officer from The Simpsons? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Vin, <laughs> Vin, uh, Vin Diesel was... Yeah, he was he fine. Was Vin Diesel, He's right? fine. Yeah, he's, he was fine. He was... I mean, I think he made a good character. But parts of this movie, I think I would have rather watched two kids with, like, super soakers full of blood, like, <laughs> shoot each other. Like, bloodshot. No, but... <laughs> Please do not do that. <laughs> bloodshot. <laughs> they, so, they're trying real hard to make that into a franchise. Or not even they? just a franchise, like a, uh, a shared universe. Because mm-hmm. uh, that, that's from a comic from right. a sep- not DC and Marvel. It was a different company everyone wants a piece of that yeah, yeah. Universe yeah. Money. yeah. i mean i was telling hector there's a few things you could find for reasons to watch this movie but there's a lot more <laughs> reasons he to find it not out, yeah. to so i mean if you are a fan of vin diesel or i guess if you've read the the was it valiant right yeah, comic, valiant comic then yeah. i you know give it a shot but there's they, they did some weird things in this. like i usually don't get like it doesn't even bother me what kind of like camera filters they use in scenes, but like there's this one fight scene. They used like this red filter and it was already a dark like action scene. Okay. So 
putting the red filter, which obviously bloodshot, why you would put the red filter on this action scene, it, it made it almost where you couldn't even tell what the hell was going on because it's like dark and red filter. Uh, so like, so it took away from it. I don't know. Maybe you, I mean, with this movie, maybe you didn't want to see more, but I don't know. <laughs> but, but I mean, I don't know. It, the, the scene was okay, I guess, but the red filter was, I don't know. It, it I, I would have. I don't know. When in a dark underneath something with a red filter, it's like I think I see Vin Diesel. Where's he going? Oh, does he have a gun? I think so. <laughs> so like it's not that of... bad. I'm exaggerating, I'm exaggerating. So you're but... saying the movie would have been better with a black filter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just dark just dark. Full yeah. On, yeah. Just just audio. Uh yeah, I uh I'm wondering, um Yeah, we uh, yeah, I'd like to know what we gave it, uh, mm. the Rotten Tomatoes we gave it at the time. I don't think we had a whole load. No, no, no. It was no. very, like, middle of the road. Yeah. I think we I, all overshot I think we, yeah, we were. I know, I way overshot uh, it, it. If I remember correctly, I think this movie has a 28% on Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Mm. Oof. Ew. That's, uh, That's real bad. Yeah. I, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, because uh, uh, when I saw the trailer for um, King uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, I was like, oh, man, it'd be great for movies to start kind of coming out. Uh, uh, you know, normal clip again, so we can do that Rotten Tomatoes game again because that was kind of fun. It was, I mean, that, we started that as everything was kind of breaking down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need more things to brag about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure. That's what. Yeah, this who podcast... won the last music game? Was oh, it? oh snap! Yeah. Oh damn! All right, it hurts still. Uh, all right, so yeah, we'll move on to um, um, our uh, MC retrospective. We have uh, five films left, and. Uh, we just go through. So let's see. Uh, the way we're doing this is um, uh, we're at Infinity War. We, we left off with Black Panther. And um, we will discuss each film uh, between the four of us. And then we'll decide whether we give it like either a one, a two, or a three. A one is uh, a successful um, chapter in the MCU uh, as a film. Uh, a two is uh, just... a uh, a placeholder, like it did okay, didn't fuck anything up too too badly, and a three is a misstep. It kind of just a step backwards in the flow of the uh, the the uh, the, uh, the saga. The uh, I guess, and this is like Infinity War saga essentially. These this these first three phases of of um, MCU movies because it leads up to uh, Endgame, and um, let's see, so. Um, I think, let me see, let me grab my right notes here, and here we go. All right, so, um, yeah, let's get started with Infinity War. Um, so this is the big culmination. Um, th- this was supposed to be one film, and then he split into two, I think, originally. Yeah, I feel like when we start talking about it here, I'm not going to be able to differentiate which <laughs> what yeah. happened in which movie. Well, I, when I remember watching Infinity War, and I felt that, because I felt like when I, the only, and I don't have a lot of negative things to say about this movie, except for it didn't feel like a movie, because yeah. it was really just a part one of what we mm-hmm. got to see in an in, in-game and like I remember when we walked out, did we go see this together, Hector? We, I think so. Have, yeah. I remember walking out. I was like, "Yeah, that was pretty good," but it didn't feel structurally like a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like they the shut first, it off like yeah, halfway through. First yeah. act of a movie. So uh, Empire Strikes Back is that way. Where yeah, it's like there's no ending to it. It's a, it's a great movie. It just doesn't have right. So is that a big deal? Yeah. Mm, I mean, <laughs> to me, that's the one nitpick. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, have you heard of the Hobbit trilogy? <laughs> I, or not, sorry, I, I always do that now that those shitty movies are out. <laughs> I meant Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Which I, 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 and and same, same as the uh, Star Wars, the, the 
the OG trilogy uh, with Lord of the Rings, my favorite is the middle chapter, mm-hmm. even though that can be counted against it. So is Ant-Man that it is your favorite? Yeah, the middle, <laughs> the middle chapter of all these MCU movies is Ant-Man, because, man. Uh, but, Isn't that uh, the only... Well, we're going to talk about it. It's the only one that's between the two, though, right? Yeah, I guess so, huh? Uh, yeah, and they, they, they do kind of... They're towards the end of Ant-Man and Wasp. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that is that is the Empire Strikes Back of Infinity War. Um, yeah. Well, there's, there's Captain Marvel <laughs> in there too. Yeah. There... Yeah, Captain Marvel's. Oh, in there. Captain Marvel's in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I got a new theory. Uh, Damn it. Um. So, uh, Infinity War. Um, it's the Russo brothers who did the second and third Captain America films, and um, they uh, took the reins over the Avengers movies over from Joss Whedon. And uh, it's a great choice. Like, these guys, I mean, can handle uh, a big ensemble, and uh, they know what they... I mean, and you know what? Actually, Kevin Feige's probably who should get the credit for this, for lining everything up. And um, But uh, trying to think of what's going on in this film, Infinity War, Infinity War. So this is like when Thanos sends out his little minions to get all the stones, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then it's basically just a long <clears throat> series of the Avengers getting their ass whooped. Yeah, know? yeah. And right. the Guardians finally kind of uh, join the Avengers. There's uh, Spider-Man's in this film as, as well. Oh, yeah. I remember this movie was totally stolen away by uh, the scenes with Thor and the Guardians. Yeah. Which I, I believe they brought in James Gunn to, to do those scenes. Isn't that correct? I'm not sure. I, I know they were brought in really closely like a lot of these That's directors weird. why would you bring in because Gunn? he got he got like there's a tonal difference mm-hmm. between those scenes and the rest of the movie mm-hmm. and he like is the master of that guardian yeah. oh yeah style mm-hmm. yeah there's a there's a scene i'm sorry to interrupt That's there's good. a there's a uh this is a, a completely different movie uh sin city the uh frank miller uh the uh what's that director's name um uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did Sin City. Yeah, he did and, all those uh, like kind of B movie. Type yeah, movies. Uh, Desperado. Uh, Desperado. No. Um, did he do Desperado? Did he did Machete, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, what's the car movie? Death. Death. Proof? Death Proof. Oh. Uh, Tarantino did Death Proof. Yeah, he did the other one. Ter- Planet Terror. Or yeah, whatever it was. something like that. Anyway, uh, Robert Rodriguez. He did Sin City, and if you're watching Sin City. I mean, it's it's a complete lift of the comic. Like they just shoot everything that happened in the comic verbatim, like sure. or visually, everything's there. And there's one scene towards the Innocent City where kind of the the tone shifts just slightly, and it's because he brought Tarantino in to do one scene, and you can kind of tell the Tarantino isms yeah. in there. But uh, so yeah, I'm sure that probably happened with Infinity War because uh, yeah, the the Guardian stuff is very. I was super totally impressed. Different. Like uh, whenever you get like a um, pro wrestler, but just like action star in general, to be in a in a more serious mm-hmm. role or whatever, I'm always blown away when they turn out to be hilarious. Like I've said mm-hmm. before, that The Rock is surprisingly funny for like what he w- used to be, mm-hmm. and Dave Bautista in this movie becomes hilarious yeah and i've seen him in other movies since and like that dude's fucking funny mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. I, I like seeing him in a serious role too he was in um uh, blade runner for a, a tiny little bit he was in one of the james bond movies recently mm-hmm. but he was pay- playing a more terrifying character he did another movie that was 
dumb and it was supposed to be dumb, but it was really entertaining to watch at home. It's called Stuber. Yeah, with mm-hmm. it's Kumail Nanjiani. It was yeah. Nanjiani. It's retarded, but it's I, super funny. I watched yeah. that movie. I thought it was really. I I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not. I'm, I'm not gonna say it's not high like great movie, but it's but so it's, entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it is. If you're looking for like a something funny and mindless to watch, it is a great movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Infinity War is the uh, the film too, where um, boy. Uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, do- oh, yes. That's what I... I'm so glad I didn't forget this before we moved <clears> on. <throat> the battle scene between Doctor Strange and Thanos on Titan. Oh, fucking epic, man. It's so good. Because the last the last time we saw Doctor Strange, he was becoming the master of uh, mysticism. He wasn't quite there yet. It was a full-on origin film, that, mm-hmm. that first Doctor Strange, or the only Doctor Strange movie we've gotten. And then in Infinity War, he's full-on, like confident in his abilities and just visually too man it's so cool looking at all the stuff that they're um the attacks are uh uh you know um during their battle uh with each other there at thanos um that whole thing even with uh when when tony joins in and the guardians join in to fight <clears throat> thanos that's that's good stuff uh thanos the- thanos fucks some people up in this movie Big time, mm-hmm. yeah. the The death scene of Spider Man is also super yeah. memorable. Yeah, um, which uh, they weren't supposed to do. He was just supposed to be silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on set, they I don't know if it was Tom Holland or Tony Stark. Someone decided, not Tony Stark, whatever the fuck. It's yeah, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone, yeah, Tony Stark was there too, but no one else can see him. But mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. because he's crazy. Yeah. No, they weren't supposed <laughs> to do that, and someone decided to, and like. Oh, Tom Holland's a pretty good actor, and that was a that's such like a heartbreaking scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the emotional weight of that scene is pretty heavy. Yeah, right. and it, it adds like the all the all the heroes are like tough guys, mm-hmm. but that like Spider Man's always been a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, that fear that he plays as he's dying yeah, is yeah. like very Spider Man. I thought it, it was it, great. It comes across, yeah. Uh, Spider Man gets knighted as an Avenger in this film too. Uh, Tony gives him the uh, a little knighting of uh, he's an Avenger. Um, another uh, bef- before we move on, another um, emotional moment is there's a scene with uh, Thor and Rocket on the little spaceship, and Thor's uh, I guess Rocket's trying to give him a pep talk, but Thor's also trying to kind of keep positive, but it's just like it's just daunting all the the bad stuff that's happened to Thor, and it really comes across this like emotional moment between this kind of goofy character already Thor. Yeah. And a fucking CGI character, a raccoon. It really, yeah. There's uh, the um, the uh, the balance of adventure and emotional human moments. Uh, these directors do a really good, and the actors do a really good job. It's kind of funny too, because Thor is like in the later movies. He's like clearly Thor. He's like this tough, real like beast of a character, mm-hmm. but he plays it super goofy. Whereas Rocket is a fucking raccoon and plays it dead seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the, the the design and the uh, the approach to Rocket in the, in these movies. I do like uh, you know Thor's kind of change in his character yeah. over the whole course of it. Yeah. You know, when he first introduced him, he was way more serious. I mean, he had yeah. jokes, but it wasn't right. as his character has evolved is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. And I think for the better. I mean, yeah. I definitely like the direction that he's taken. With and him. it's also not like a it fits in universe like mm-hmm. god of thunder comes to earth and is forced to hang out with like 
snarky people like Tony Stark mm-hmm. and the Avengers for a while. Right. And then he has to hang out with Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, it makes sense that he would change, his personality might mm-hmm. change from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what, what's great about mm-hmm. Thanos is he, he has, like, depth to his, he's not, you know, in some movies you watch, you just, the villain is just bad. Yeah. And that's all you get. Mustache, uh, twirly, yeah. But he has such a character arc. Yeah, he has such the thing, motivations. You get to see why in his planet and why he's looking to do what he does. And it's not just, I'm bad. I want to take out half of all living beings. Like, right. there's a real emotion and motivation. And, and uh, I mean, from his point of view, what he's doing is, right. is a good thing. You know what I mean? So there's a lot more to it, to his character, than just, I'm bad, I'm going to kill people. Well, I mean, if you guys remember, too, this is kind of going back, but there was, like, huge discussions about, like, the snap was, like, a meme for months. Right. Yeah. Hashtag that? Thanos was yeah, right. right. So, I mean, <laughs> that right. was a, a huge thing, because it, it even, I think it really drew people in, you yeah. know, saying, like, wow, I mean, like, yeah, it's really fucked up, but, mm-hmm. you know. It became a main, like, super mainstream <clears throat> yeah. thing, the, the, these movies, yeah. especially I mean, this one. yeah. You can like I I, don't, I almost said you can empathize with this character, but I don't think anybody's you, in a place where they want no, to wipe yeah. out half of you understand. But, yeah, yeah, you understand where he's coming from. You don't have to agree with him, but right, you, right, it, it's right. It, rather than like what was that villain in, in the second Thor movie, the fucking elf character? He just wanted to fucking yeah. kill everything. It's like you know, it's like I I I, I appreciate the villains that have more of a kind of. Um, Backstory that isn't just let's murder everything, let's burn everything, you know. Right, Unless it's the right. Joker, I guess, and he just wants to, but yeah. uh, make everything burn. Um, so what, what do you, what do we want to give this film? I, I want to give it a one. Yeah, it's I a one. say it's a one. I mean, it you cannot argue that it doesn't move the plot forward. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, right. yeah. yeah, there's it, a lot of incredible shit in this film. Well, I, yeah, I think, I think it's overall one of the best movies in the yeah. entire thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it made two billion dollars, which I mean, <laughs> Mind Grenade makes that in a month. But yeah. for a movie, I, I mean, think that's we a big paid deal for our theme song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so ones all around yeah. for uh, Infinity War. For right. sure, yeah. All right, so uh, the aforementioned Ant Man the Wasp is next. Uh, Avengers three, it's a one. Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay, uh, this one. Seemed like it had a little bit of the, let's just take what happened, what, what was what worked with the first movie, and just make more of that. Like, add more. Like, it's got to be funnier, and we've got to have more of uh, this character, and and you know. Um, I think they had also particles. they had also mm-hmm. decided at this point that this movie was required to finish Infinity War. Yeah, there's some of that so, too. Yeah, yeah, the plot was driven more by the necessity of what it had to be than maybe organically could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think you're right there. Uh, same director as the first movie, which I, 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 I like these movies for yeah, what they are. They're I fine. Mean, they're fun. Paul Rudd is... I'll watch anything. With yeah, Paul same here. Yeah, I, that is the only reason why I even <laughs> watch it, because I'm like, I like Paul Rudd. <laughs> now, this may surprise everyone, but the silly goofiness to all the car chase scenes, I liked a lot. Oh, with like the giant. Yeah, when they. No, like, that was probably one of the better action sequences in the movie. But yeah, like when they change that like Hello Kitty Pez dispenser to get real big, and then it knocks one of those like uh, uh, motorcycle guys down. Ian's like, "How do you Ian remember this?" Remember. Movie? And Ian doesn't remember these movies at all. He's like, "Wait, Captain Captain America?" <laughs> and the the guy in the car is like, "Oh, you got Pez." <laughs> Yeah, I loved I loved those things uh, because they even shrink themselves to go under. Then then they uh, make everything when they throw out the window real big and knocking people out. Mm-hmm. Like that's not something that's that's a pretty unique uh, car chase scene 
plot set. Yeah, I mean, I it do, has I, been done before, but the, what's that? The, like the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, well, I was gonna say. I don't think uh, there's a lot of. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I do like the, uh, the the special effects, the 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 uh, the, tra- uh, the stuff they do with special effects in these movies. Yeah. What um, his uh. I can't now. I can't split the two movies apart, but I think this is the one where his friend, who's played by Lawrence, uh, uh, no, the Hispanic guy. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, the one. That, what's anyway, the, he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I just referenced. He's his like line, really yeah. funny in this in this particular movie. I believe My, Michael Pena. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was hoping they do. You know, uh, at the end of the first Ant Man movie, where he starts doing his. Uh, Little description of like what's the plot going on, the overall plot, and and, and then you should see other characters uh, speaking, but they're it sounds like they're using his voice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was hoping they'd do something like that with this, but uh, like a meta version of it where they describe the whole Infinity Saga through him, through him. Yeah, that, like shots been, of Thanos. Yeah, talking with his right, voice. right, right. That would have been great. Yeah. Um, this this kind of uh, is a little bit of foreshadowing for our WandaVision talk. This uh, Jimmy Woo, played by Randall Park, um, is the FBI agent. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Woo in this movie. I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. Now I got yeah, it. He play, he, he, like, uh, he's trying to learn the little card tricks that... Um, I uh, like his character, though. Scott yeah. Lang's. Yeah. Scott Lang's like... Uh, and Scott Lang is, in this movie, he's uh, under house arrest because of the stuff that happened in Civil War. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's learning all this extra shit, like plant, like uh, magic with cards and stuff. Like not not Magic the Gathering, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Randall Wu is also like intrigued. He wants to learn how to uh, play magic, um, or not play magic, but uh, do magic with uh, playing cards. Um, who else is in this? It's uh, Hope Van Dyne. No, uh, yeah, uh, the Wasp is in this. Uh, she finally gets uh, to be the Wasp. She's pretty great in this. Uh, Evangeline Lilly from mm-hmm. Lost, from the show Lost. Um, I like the the villain. Who's the villain again? Ghost. Yeah, the the. Um, I mean, not not that much is great about the villain, but the special effects, the yeah. way they kind of show her power to be on screen, is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walter Go- Walton Goggins is in this. He's always mm-hmm. good in everything he's in. I yeah. always go goo goo for Goggins. Oh, goo goo oh, yeah. for Goggins. <laughs> Wal- Walton Goggins is great. Although I I have not seen uh, the Unicorn, which is this new show. I don't know. I was like, oh, he's in it, but I was like, eh, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, huh. that's a very uh, chick flicky. Yeah, my wife started watching. Huh. It. Okay, I don't know anything about this. Um, yeah, you're better off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is in this movie. She plays a. Uh, the original Wasp, Janet Van Dyne. Um, you know, uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, the uh, the the anti the anti aging the uh, reverse aging CGI. I thought it was decent in this. It's fine. But it's it's always good based on how much time they had to put mm-hmm. it together. Mm-hmm. Well, we uh, uh, buddy at work uh, uh, Z. Shout out to Z. Uh, he sent uh, he did he send you guys that video of like. Uh, the Mandalorian, that last episode. But yeah, you sent it to us. Oh, did I? Oh, I yeah. sent it, well, he sent it to me, and then I sent it to you guys. Oh, were you oh, the okay. one that sent it to us? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Hector that sent so it. So we've connected the site, the uh, chain here. <laughs> well, I just want to be on the record saying that I've been telling you guys to watch the Corridor Crew since, like, the oh, podcast Oh, really? Started. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> oh, man. So I, I'll apologize right now, because, yeah, I, 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 Those fe- guys I, are I awesome. feel like I discovered them recently, yeah. but you've been telling us about them. <laughs> okay. Um, but they, they did that. They, they, uh, the, the time that they didn't spend on, um, perfecting the Luke CGI, these guys did apparently. 
Yeah, they, uh, they. You guys should actually go watch their. I think it was one of their most recent videos, which was basically AI versus um, CGI artist. Oh yeah. And basically, the take home point of the movie is that uh, CGI on TV is going to get way better because the whole holdup with CGI is always time. Yeah. And these AI algorithms can do what a human does in days in like five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's just nuts. With I mean, with no like crazy. for free sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like the the budget required for good CGI is gonna fall drastically. So I'm pretty yeah. excited for where that's okay. gonna go. Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of this this particular movie at the beginning has a little CGI shot, and uh, I didn't I didn't mind it at all. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, give me the Marvel Valley. kind of did the best version of it with that Tony Stark shot. From, yeah, uh, Civil War. Yeah, and um, so they've kind of been pioneering it ever since. So uh, at the end of this film, um, who gets stuck? Uh, Scott Lang gets stuck in the quantum. Verse. And that's a, is that the after credits scene too? I think so. So he gets stuck in the quantum unit, like oh, super tiny in the quantum universe or whatever you want to call it. And then while he's stuck in uh, while he's stuck in there, Hank Pym and um, and uh, OG Wasp and New Wasp get snapped or get blipped or whatever the fuck you want to call it. They get uh, it happened. This is happening during. The battle with Thanos and when he snaps his fingers. So then uh, Hank and both Wasp, um, Evangeline Lilly and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's characters uh, get disappeared. And then um, Scott gets stuck in the quantum realm. And then that's the cliffhanger for that film. Which is kind of ominous too because they, they, then they go pan into Scott Lang's apartment where the giant ant is playing. is <laughs> like filling in for him. But like the TV is all like all uh, staticky and stuff, so it kind of like set this ominous, on, ominous tone as to what the rest of the Marvel universe is going through. So um, this film, I don't know, I didn't hate. It. I, it, it's fine. Like, what do you what do you guys think? A one or a two? What's so what's the difference between a two and a three? Uh, Setback and nothing. Yeah, well, placeholder is a two. Oh I yeah. Guess. Yeah. I'll give it a two. Yeah. Only because it. It actually does progress the overall narrative, I guess. And that's why I have to give it a two as well, yeah. because it does move it forward. Yeah, a, a, two, a two I have is serviceable. Yeah. so I, It's a two for me, too. I, I enjoy the Ant-Man movies, but I understand it's not a one. Yeah, they, they don't get me super excited like a yeah. like Civil War did or uh, Ragnarok or one of these films. All right, uh, we'll move on to uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, maybe uh, I'll jump out in front of this one. Um, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> this will probably get a two as well. This is, I, I mean, maybe not. Maybe you guys hated it. Uh, I didn't hate it. Uh, I didn't love it. Um, to me, it's like, um, to me, it reminds me of the Solo movie, the, the Han Solo movie, where uh, I've only seen Solo once in the theater, and I've never watched it since, and I have it here on Disney+. Plus. Captain Marvel is the same way. I didn't hate watching it. There was some there's some cool shit in there. Um, I grew up with this character. I liked the character from the comics. She's a, uh, a Air Force pilot. I was in the Air Force and a little connection there. She has a lot of connections in the X Men too, which is probably why I read a lot of her stuff. Uh, and then and then you have uh, Maria Rambo and um, the daughter. Or which one's the mom? The other, Monica Rambeau and uh, Maria Rambeau. Uh, those two 
also are Captain Marvels in the, in the continu in the comic books. So there's all kinds of stuff going on, and then the scrolls get introduced. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of Marvel stuff that gets introduced. Yeah. The Kree, all this stuff, the Supreme Intelligence. Um, I think that this movie was the first setup of what is it? It's what are they calling the next generation of Phase Four? Uh, okay. I'm not even. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think this is setting up a lot of what's like mm -hmm. the Eternals and all this other yeah. stuff with the Kree and the scrolls. Um, but it just as a film by itself, it was, all, it was okay. I, I didn't lo I didn't love it. I I, uh, I didn't like Brie Larson's portrayal of the character, and maybe that's because I had no preconceived notion of who the character was. Yeah, but she's just very flat and matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that. And maybe that's how the character is. I don't know. But I just as a character, I found it it made the character harder to relate with and mm -hmm. kind of disinteresting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Jude Law in it. There's uh, a lot of good actors in it. Uh, Jude Law, yeah, Jude Law was in this. Sam yeah, Jacks, a young Sam Jackson. Yeah, I, I liked her portrayal, kind of like before she turned into Captain Marvel, and maybe like initially, but when she like went Karen mode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's Karen what kind of. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, yeah. like what? I, yeah, it just it seemed like they kind of just had a misstep there. Like, yeah, like uh, they were they were going for for fem feminism, which is great. Yeah, yeah, but it's like like if a man. Yeah, trying yeah. to do feminism or something, but it wasn't. I think it was a, it was a female director, right? Too. Yeah, yeah, it's all. But it, I don't know. It, just, oh, it, it was, was a, kind of a, it was a duo, as a guy and a girl. But um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I feel like this movie was all fun and games until Nick Fury lost an eye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the cat. I thought the cat was pretty funny. That's out of the the cat goose. Stuff, yeah, yeah uh, Tom or uh, Tom Gunn. Tom, yeah, Tom Gunn. I'm sorry. Hey, sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Tom Gunn. Yep. Uh, but Top Gun, which is not Top Gun. <laughs> Isn't he your neighbor? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, Tom and I go way back. But Top the Top Gun reference, which I feel like there was a like a large platter full of '90s references throughout this entire movie. Yeah, that's the other thing I didn't care for. I, I like the the '90s. I like that it was a set in the '90s. Uh, my critique, which I when we reviewed this movie on the podcast, the choices in and, and songs were all like super obvious songs. They they weren't like they they didn't have to be deep cuts, but they didn't have to be the top hits of the '90s. Just to be like, hey, we're the '90s over here. Like, I, I didn't care for. A I lot think of... it's it's our age, but I feel like the '90s is too close to do a good period piece. Because mm -hmm. like I feel like yeah. the effect that the '90s has on today is still like. Way stronger than mm -hmm. like the eighties yeah. or the seventies, or you know. So it's just mm -hmm. it doesn't. It almost doesn't because we grew up during it. It doesn't feel like a period piece either. No, it's, it's kind of yeah. strange to do the. Oh 90s. look at that! It's a blockbuster. Oh, it's wow. still pretty yeah. modern. It's a, right? it's a good way of putting. I it. I wonder yeah. though. There are probably like, parts of this country that are still living in the nineties and still go rent oh, their movies yeah. from mm -hmm. Block. I mean, oh, yeah. there's still family videos in Springfield. <laughs> Didn't they finally close up? Is I there, think they yeah. did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, to Ian's point, the, the the feminism stuff, yeah, it's it's a it's a a, a balance where you're like, uh, with me, like I've said before, as long as you're not knocking me over the head with it and be like, hey, look, feminism, then I'm okay with it. So they were kind of like, I think, and I like her a lot. I like that, that actress. I, I I liked her in um in Skull, and uh, in, in, I'm sorry, in in uh, Kong Skull Island, she was great in that. Brie Larson, and she was also great in, uh, in Scott Pilgrim. In uh, Room? She's yeah, yeah, I, never, she, I haven't watched that She's a good yet. actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She really is. I, I think it's them trying to... Because Wonder Woman... Oop. 
because uh, because Wonder Woman, I didn't get that kind of like um, wokeness kind of like knock you over the head with like a message kind of feeling from Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman. With this one, I they were kind of touching that like stepping on that line, but didn't quite get there. Uh, the stuff the per the, the stuff off. Um, Outside of the movie, the, the the when she was doing interviews and stuff like that, and she was like, I, I don't want to do any press with anyone but a, a person of color a, a, and women. I was like, ugh. Like, wouldn't you just want to talk to anyone that's interested in the movie? Like, that stuff. But then, and, and um, the, to counter counterbalance that critique, the whole... Um, Review bombing that they got for this movie that was unfair. Yeah, that was like bad. that's not cool either. So it was. I, I don't know. Hopefully, when going into the sequels of this movie, that they can kind of like just focus on making a good movie that's good for like women and me, like for everyone, <laughs> rather than like I don't know. Um, I have this kind of like thing where like to to portray a strong woman, you don't necessarily have to do like attribute male things to uh, characteristics to a female to make to be like see they can do whatever like show this show show a strong female character by feminine with feminine strengths you know um i don't know like my best example is um uh, furiosa from uh, mad max like that's a great fucking character that uh, charlie staring character um just uh that's a great feminine feminist character without Trying to be like, hey, look over here. We're we're all for feminism. Like she just was the character. Because you almost go in that movie, you think that yeah, that Mad Max, Max is, is the, the lead. lead. Yeah, it's not at all. I mean, she's yeah, 100% she's the hero the, in yeah. that, and it's all about her. Um, but anyway, uh, I, well, I, I, I want like to get taken... slightly nitpicky for thirty seconds yeah, on yeah. the actual plot of it. Yeah, yeah remind yeah. me how she got her power. It was the Tesseract, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. or something. It was convoluted too. Yeah, it, I mean. Well, for one, that she's, like, by far the most powerful yeah. Avenger and, like, one of the most powerful beings in the universe, oh, yeah. I think. And she got her powers via an accident involving human technology. Yeah. It's kind of strange. It's not the most inspired. Secondly, yeah. the Tesseract is the time... St- Wait, what is the Tesseract? It's not space. the time st- oh, It's a space stone. Yeah. Okay, so that actually makes sense, I guess. All yeah. right, I'll but, forgive I that. I mean, like, but Wanda... This is kind of... I mean, this... Yeah. I feel like this ties in a lot with it. Because, like, with Rambo, yeah. too, there's yeah. a tie-in to do that. And then right. uh, Wanda's powers initially from... The Mind Stone. Right, yeah. So Which her powers would have fit perfectly <clears throat> with the Reality Stone, mm-hmm. as we talked about mm-hmm. previously. Anyway, the big problem with this movie is the Superman problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is, you can't make Superman an interesting character because he's just too powerful. Yeah. And I feel like the, the Marvel... I think... I think that this is tying into how big they're going with the next phase with like gods and super gods and mega ultra gods or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But like she's just too powerful for the current phase of Marvel. Yeah. But that's like, why they basically And that's why they're like, like they're like here's Captain Marvel, now fuck off. Right. And she just doesn't arrive until like the last minute of like they made her they introduced her too early in the story and she's just too powerful. Yeah. They're just going to use her as a plot device, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, she's, she's a she's, character. And that's what I was kind of excited about with uh, uh, introducing her character. Because, yeah, she was, like, essentially their Superman. You know, just this full-on, yeah. like, virtuous character and, like, just impossibly powerful. But, yeah, story-wise, then you run into the, like, she can only ever be used as a deus ex machina, like, right. essentially. Um, but, um, like I said before, I like all the introducing more of 
the that tapestry of the MCU with uh, Maria Rambo, Monica Rambo, and the scrolls. The scrolls were pretty uh, used, pretty cool in this, I thought. Um, but they 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 were kind of it was kind of flipped because in the comics they're so traditionally the guys, yeah right? traditionally mm-hmm. villains, and in this it's more kind of uh, shades of gray, kind of in between. But um, I don't know. So, so what do you what do you guys two? Yeah, two. almost a three. Yeah, I like a two point nine seven. I'd agree. What do you think, Jason? Uh, two. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd just say two. Two for me. All right. I, mean, all I right. didn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. It's just uh, like I said with uh, with like the same with Solo, um, and I like that actor. I like all the actors in Solo. Actually, it was just the movie just didn't cl- like coalesce, didn't come together. Yeah. I was and, speaking briefly of AI. We talked yeah. about earlier. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the deep fake where they repl- replace oh, uh, no way. the dude with Harrison Ford in Solo? No way. Yeah, oh, man, that's got to be good. Nuts. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. Endgame. Avengers Endgame. So the uh, culmination of, uh, of uh, all the all this stuff, really. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of how this movie opens. Oh, it opens with the... Uh, with The uh, van, right? Uh, no, it opens with uh, Hawkeye and uh, and his uh, and his family, and then they di- they disappear, and then oh um, yeah 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 then the van yeah the van which is uh well it's like the van that Scott um, Scott Lang is trapped in it's got like the device in the it. device oh, where yeah, he's trapped yeah. in the quantum realm and uh, that little rat that walks over and lets him out like I mean what are the chances of that happening yeah right mm-hmm. like. It, uh, That's some movie magic. Ooh, movie magic. <laughs> yeah, the the Scott walk to see his daughter in the scene with Ooh, his daughter is like heart wrenching. Dude, that still gets me every time. Yeah. Like it's yeah. so emotional. Like and and the acting going on in his face and and oh man, it's good stuff. That's uh, what I like about these uh, Marvel movies is that they they can you you're in the mode for fun and action and adventure. And then they get you right in the fields with stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, like, but, but I'm a, I can't. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's it's a it that that shit has to be built up through like you know the Hawkeye scene versus the Scott Lang scene. Which one do you think is like uh, the Scott Lang scene? Oh, because for sure. I fucking hate that actor yeah. that plays Hawkeye. Oh, I know he. I don't. I don't <laughs> I like him do. either. I'm glad. Okay, I didn't realize he's you were such a dickhole. Yeah. You guys should all. Not, you guys should all not go listen to his music because it's <laughs> it's like Imagine Drag. Like, well, I'm rich. I'll just do Imagine Dragons oh, and people will listen to it. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. Does anyway, he, does he yeah. play music from his dickhole? No, no. <laughs> it's all toot toot toot. Wasn't like a lot like uh, the skin flow? Oh, Jeremy yeah. Renner. Jeremy, yeah. I don't like him. Yeah. But I, I will say that both scenes together, they needed to start the movie out with acknowledging what the yeah what the uh, snap would do on like a human level, mm-hmm. and those two scenes do it in different ways, and it works yeah. really good. Like to start the movie with, oh yeah, everyone died. Mm-hmm. And like make it more than just everyone died, but like have emotional weight to it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good start. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, he gets let out of the quantum realm. Luckily enough, uh, Scott Lang does. Yeah. And um. And he goes and uh, meets up with what's left of the Avengers, which is like uh. Uh. Ooh, Smart Hulk. Black, black. Yeah, Black Widow. Smart Hulk was was cool to see. That was surprising. I wasn't. I didn't because mm-hmm. they did. They kept that pretty secret and yeah. didn't add that to the trailers or anything so I, I like when I get surprised like that with yeah. movies this big especially um, since you see they leak everything mm-hmm. that's cool yeah it's mm-hmm. impressive yeah 
I like to uh, time travel is such a hard thing to do well, especially because like every thought you're like, oh, what if we did this? And they're like, yeah, paradox. Oh, but what if we did this? <laughs> <laughs> paradox. But uh, if you really, I had to think it through a couple times and watch it twice, but it is uh, internally consistent. There is no like real paradox. So it, it's a good, they did a good time travel. Thing. Oh, the, the joke in this movie is where they're like talking about like the Avengers, the couple different characters are talking about. Uh, time travel and What's like, no, it's... Professor Hulk has like the best line yeah, but yeah. like I read some things and it makes sense it's just like when he's when he's talking about it you're like oh like they're just telling us not to fucking worry about it yes <laughs> there's a lot of that but like yeah uh, they're like oh uh, how did you learn any of that and it's like well you watched uh, Bill and Ted we yeah. watched Back to the Future it just named every <laughs> uh, time travel movie ever but um, uh Tony Stark's pretty great in this and just, like, discovers time travel. And, like, his reaction is pretty good. But, man, like, the stuff that's happened in the... Like, from Iron Man 1 to, to this movie, I mean, alien life is, like, first contact. Mm -hmm. uh, AI has been, like, created. Um, like, this superhero... Like, I mean, there's so, so much stuff's happened in, within the, whatever, I guess, 10 years. Right. Um, in this in this version of Earth, that it's just shocking, and then that he just discovers time travel, like and he's like, oh shit, wow, <laughs> neat, um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. Uh, um, but the uh, time travel, I, I like that they they essentially jump into the previous movies, like they go right. into the first it, Avengers it's movie. It's a great like final movie. Where they yeah. constantly reference previous moments. There's a lot of right. um. There, the, the, we uh, I remember when we were discussing when we were doing this for the first Avengers movie. Matt, you brought up the uh, uh, what do they call that? The uh, uh, when the fans get uh, what they want. Um, Just like fan service. Fan service. Yeah. This is a lot. There's a lot of fan service. In this it kind of reminds me of back when when we all used to watch TV on the TV, <laughs> and like one season in every like sitcom or one episode in every sitcom, they would kind of, like, feel lazy, and they would just do an episode that was just someone remembering old scenes from old episodes. <laughs> and then you they know just what I'm show, about? yeah. Yeah, that's, show, that yeah. was a little yeah. bit of that going on. A clip on. show, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I, you never I, watch the movie the same way again? Jason's no, having, like, a moment. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I Well, I mean, I do know what you're talking about. I get the reference, but I feel like it's unfair to, <laughs> to Avengers Endgame. But, it, was yeah. that, it was the big budget... Uh, biggest studio in the world way of doing yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, I, I do like that uh, Tony gets to uh, talk to his dad um, a little bit more. I like uh, the whole Captain America um, uh, with... Uh, does he not see... He sees, uh, what's her name, Peggy Carter Yeah. Uh, for a minute there. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, the, I guess the one thing about this movie that didn't work for me time travel-wise was Steve going back. Yeah, well, because well, that well. was a paradox. Because if he oh. went back, and then was still in the same timeline, yeah, how did he not fucking fuck up history? I don't know. Yeah, that yeah, part yeah. was always <laughs> like I couldn't quite wrap my head around that part. Yeah, uh, the uh, the actor uh, Peggy Carter had a TV show um, uh, a couple years back. That, mm -hmm. that character, and they did stuff within the MCU, and they had a character who was Jarvis, the actual butler. Uh, right. Tony grew up with, I guess, who was the inspiration for the AI Jarvis, and that actor from the show ends up in this like a little cameo part. 
He's the driver for Tony's dad in that scene. It's the same actor. Um, so uh, we don't see Vision in this at all, I don't think. He's dead. Yeah, he died in yeah. Infinity, mm-hmm. Infinity He's War. like the only character that actually died. Oh, and Gamora. But then, oh, Gamora, but yeah. then, But then we have a, diff, we have a Gamora from a different That's time, right, yeah. timeline. Yeah. The, uh, the special effects were obviously great, mm-hmm. and I think I've talked about this more than once on the podcast, but the best special effect in the whole movie is their fucking suits are CGI. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's that scene which is crazy that yeah. they can do there, that there's that scene when Jeremy Renner because Jeremy Renner's character Hawkeye go, is the guinea pig that goes back in time and, and goes to his family's farm and he's in that suit and there's a shot where he walks up to the camera and all you it's it's uh, you see his foot like it's it's a really close up shot of him walking up to something that's on the ground or whatever so the shot is is of him and then the closer he gets all you see is his foot and I'm looking at it, and you can see like the the way leather kind of creases, uh, you know, um, when it bends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see those creases in the CGI, like that they've added to make it look more realistic. Yeah, it's like the ballsiest thing I've ever heard a studio doing. They're basically like, the suits from the prop department aren't ready. Fuck it, we'll CGI mm-hmm. it. And it was like the biggest CGI task. They had to like paint out everyone's entire body in every frame of the movie mm-hmm. and replace it with a CGI clothes. Yeah. yeah. They uh they did that with um but now you can fucking tell real easy is uh the 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 Attack of the Clones, the Star Wars movies. Um all those clones are CGI. Like and then even when you see in Re- oh, uh, yeah. uh, Revenge of the Sith, when you see one of them take off a helmet, the rest of their suit is, is CGI, except for the the you know the head or whatever. But um, um, yeah, this this looks very convincing. The CGI in this film. Uh, then you have the big fight scene, or the Avengers assemble. They Captain America finally says, "Avengers assemble." I, I honestly, I didn't like that <laughs> entire scene. Oh no, <laughs> that was like fangasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pure fangasm, <laughs> and I just don't like fangasm all over my face. <laughs> Uh, they uh, the, the the hammer picking up the uh, Mjolnir, uh, Captain America doing that. That that I still get a kick out of, and that is complete. It, it is fan service, but they they established like they were setting that up yeah for sure. ago. They also it also had the quality of like in like a kung fu movie or something yeah. where there's like twenty bad guys and one good guy, and they run up one at a time and fight the good guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what was happening with Thanos in that fight scene. Yeah, they'd all take a turn. Yeah, yeah there may have been like brief moments of team up, but then <laughs> yeah, it was just it was too yeah fangasmy for me. Yeah. Yep, that's gross. I hope that's not what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, was that a duck? <laughs> I think it was. I. uh um, I tried to start it and then I tried to hold it back and it came out a duck. <laughs> like I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to make the noise. I'm like, I'm not going to make the noise. And then a noise came out. I'm like, Oh, okay. I hope that passed is what I was trying to he do. I was now. thinking about that for like five yeah. minutes. Right. Yeah. But no, instead we've got uh, a duck. Noise. And then Tony died. Mm-hmm. And that's the movie. Uh, right. Is that uh one's all around? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then they, uh, Oh, and then Cap gets to go live his life right. that mm-hmm. he didn't get to. Um, oh, and then uh, what? Falcon becomes Captain America. Captain America, America right? yeah. That's a pretty big thing. Yeah, that's a little bit of a that's a send off for some of the TV shows that are coming our way uh, via Disney Plus. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, one's all around. I, I probably. So you think I give it just... three quacks? 
Do you think that the, the Falcon will will get super serum at some point? I think it would be way cooler if now that Iron Man is dead. I don't know. I'm sure this has been done in the comics because they've done fucking everything. If he gets an iron suit and is Captain America. And has super serum. No super serum. No super serum. I think that would be cool. So if he was like, had a full like Captain America eyes Iron Man suit Why not? with the yeah. shield. That would be sweet. It would make sense yeah. in universe too because he already has like the <clears throat> robot wings and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Dear um, Marvel, uh, that's a seven <laughs> billion dollar idea. Uh, Let me figure out how to copyright it, and then uh, we'll get back. Don't publish this episode, Hector. <laughs> All right. So they uh, they did have one movie left in this phase, and it was the uh, Far From Home. The oh, we forgot about that Spider Man movie, the sequel. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland. Um, oh, that's such a good movie. There's such yeah. a I love that, <laughs> there's that movie. There's such so a lot good. of things to love about that movie. Mysterio, yeah, Mysterio. Yeah, it had a very uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, it had J. a very Simmons. Doctor Strangey vibe mm-hmm. with Mysterio's powers that I enjoyed. Well, he doesn't have powers though. Uh, well, obviously, but okay. what is power, Whoa, Jason? Spoiler. What is power? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right, for the next thirty minutes, we'll describe what power. It, wait, really so is. you're saying Iron Man doesn't have powers? He has a suit. Okay, so what does Mysterio have? He has skills that creates a suit and all the <laughs> illusions and stuff as powers. well. But that's not powers. That's a sick burn, guys. Did you feel that? Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't describe powers. You just described what he did. Okay. Which he built himself a suit. Got it. Iron Man doesn't have powers. His suit has Iron technological powers. powers. I mean, it's literally wow. powered by an arc reactor, so it's his physical power. Um, there you go, Jason. You can you don't, except for Mysterio. I don't know why Ian's taking Jason. No, no, I just I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> you uh, you brought up a, a, a um, Doctor Strange kind of uh, having similar um, kind of uh, I guess power yeah visual or visuals to miss um, the so Stanley and Jack Kirby created pretty much all of this stuff <laughs> you know all these characters except for a couple characters um, Jack Kirby didn't create all of them. Um, Stanley created Spider-Man with um, Steve Ditko, and that's one of the exceptions. So the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and the Avengers and most, most, 99% of these characters are created by Jack Kirby and Stanley, except for Spider-Man and Doctor Strange um, are the two characters that were created by Stanley and Steve, Steve Ditko. Hmm. And were they created in like the sixties and seventies? It was in that era. It so was still in that same. Steve Ditko guy was dropping a lot of acid. Is what you're That's saying? That's what. Yes, because it, it's very. Because I mean, if you look at Spider Man's, uh, the the OG the, the the costume we're all familiar with, it's not your normal from that era. It's you know, it's not, it's not tights and a cape mm-hmm, like right. a lot of those characters are. It's very just abstract. And Doctor Strange's costume is kind of the same way. It's just very not. Your usual superhero. He's not like a typical superhero. No. Man. So, um, uh, and then the other kind of cool aspect is that Sam Raimi, who directed the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, is now going to be directing the Doctor Strange movie. So you kind of had that connection too. It's kind of cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, this film uh, is the first Spider-Man movie to surpass a billion dollars at the box office. Which Spider-Man's is crazy. just such a great character. He yeah. he's like the we talked about the superhero complex with Captain Marvel. He's like the perfect blend of a human with powers who's like vulnerable all the time. Like I don't know, he just does such a great job. He's very it. relatable yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you know, with him being kind of a kid, he kind of can just kind of feel that he's not 
he's he's not in his own skin yet. He doesn't know mm-hmm. how to to do everything. Right. He, doesn't, he doesn't have everything everything figured out. Mm-hmm. Not Tony Stark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the second best Spider-Man movie. Oh, after uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, I'm not, okay. I just I love the new Spider Man so much. Have like, you seen Spider Verse though? Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, but I still think these these are my favorite. Like um, I, I yeah. love action ones. Yeah. yeah, I love the modernization of the Mysterio character by using the drones. Yeah, as I was his illusion. Say the drones. Mm-hmm. I loved that choice in this movie. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Have you guys seen the videos of like uh, fireworks displays with drones? Yeah, mm-hmm. they have like a thousand drones, and they're like they're capable of flying in these super tight formations, mm-hmm. and they just they each have lights on them, and they turn into like basically a moving LED screen. Huh? It's wow! Super cool. I'll have to look that up on the on the YouTube's. Um, this film uh, has uh, one of the craziest moments in the MCU is uh, J.K. Like I said a moment ago, J.K. Simmons shows up in this movie. J. Jonah Jameson from the old Spider-Man movies mm-hmm. outside of the MCU. Isn't the and the next Spider-Man's like going to be Spider-Verse? Isn't that kind of what they hinted uh, at? Mul- yeah, they're opening yeah. up the uh, multiverse. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, J. Jonah Jameson shows up, and uh, at the end of this film, it's a mid-credit scene, and let's uh, um, it says, brought, uh, "The Daily Bugle.net, J. Jonah Jameson broadcasts doctored footage of the London incident, the, the incident in the movie, in which uh, Mysterio frames Spider-Man for the drone attack and his death, exposing Spider-Man's secret identity to the world." That's oh, like, that's right. I forgot about that's that. That's like some straight out of... Com- that's like very, very Marvel comics, Spider-Man comics, mm. where the cliffhanger is something crazy like that where they just reveal his identity. Um, they've done it before, but then like they... In the comics, I think it was... I think in the Civil War storyline that happened about 10 years ago in the comic books, one of the things was he reveals his... Uh, he... Um, he he uh, on his own reveals his secret identity uh, as part of the storyline with um, the uh, the whatever registration act that they're trying to do with the superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Spider-Man's on Captain America's side. No, he's on Tony's side of the. Uh, yeah, because Tony gives him the suit and everything. Yeah, that iron suit. Yeah, and uh, as like a sign of good faith, Spider-Man reveals his identity, but then it like backfires on him. And then something happened like magically with like Mephisto or one of these like or Doctor Strange where like they make the the world forget that Peter Parker is so they 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 uh, retcon they or, comic book it away yeah that that he <laughs> revealed his identity I wonder what they're gonna do in the movie since the movies are a little bit more grounded in reality and stuff. Uh, um, have you guys played the Spider-Man video game, the most recent one? Here it's awesome. One, too, uh, yeah. Actually, not the most most recent one because that's like a, almost mm-hmm. an expansion, but. Um, it's in, in those games, J. Jonah Jameson plays like this Rush Limbaugh-esque mm-hmm. far-right conspiracy mm-hmm. theorist radio personality. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect, uh, That's way to play of... him in the modern era. Like, yeah. I feel like in the mm-hmm. past, making him like the boss of the newspaper yeah. worked, but in today's like yeah. climate, making him like this radio personality is just such a better way to Which portray it, him. Which this, in this it, movie, is similar kind of movie, similar. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then uh, the uh, final post-credit scene is uh, Fury, Nick Fury, who's in this film, and uh, Maria Hill are revealed to be Skrulls. Uh, the Skrulls, uh, Talos and Soren, that were in the Captain Marvel movie, in disguise under orders from the real Fury while he is away commanding a Skrull ship. So Fury's on, on a ship somewhere. So that kind of leads you to wonder, the Nick Furies we've seen in some of the latter movies, whether or not, that was really him or a scroll. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder how much Earth is going to be in the next phase of the MCU, mm-hmm. too. 
How do you guys feel about Jake Gyllenhaal? Not Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal didn't die during this movie. Mysterio dying during this movie. <laughs> actually, Jake Gyllenhaal did die during this movie. He's such a good actor. He actually <laughs> killed himself <laughs> for the role, and then he had EMTs bring him back because he wanted to capture it. Amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's just fucking amazing. Um, Mysterio being... Isn't he the leader of the Sinister Sticks? Sinister, Sinister Sticks? Sticks. Uh, yeah. it, it changes. So yeah. There's so many versions of that team. But that's what I, I'm hoping they do that with the next Spider-Man movies, where they like assemble. Well, they introduced what Vulture yeah. and yeah. Scorpion. So they they're uh, gaining membership. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess no one really dies in some of these types of movies anymore. But it seems like he's dead. Yeah, Mysterio seems like yeah. Some of yeah. them seem more permanent than others. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, Spider-Man Two: uh, Far From Home. One. One. All right. I love so. that movie. Uh, that wraps up finally our fucking MCU retrospective that we started years ago. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, what we have looking forward to, I'll just go briefly through these. Uh, Black Widow's the next film. The Eternals. Um, Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings is another uh, MCU movie lined up. I think that's supposed to come out this year as well. Maybe not. Wait, what is this? Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. Okay. I don't think I know anything. Uh, I don't know uh, anything about that either. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, the third Tom Holland solo film, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, mm-hmm. which will be the fourth Thor movie, and then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So yeah, they're 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 going really out into deep space, and which, then they're going into the multiverse. I love that title for Doctor Strange. Doctor yeah. Strange: The Multiverse so of Madness. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's true. such like a yeah. '90s and ep- the episode of like a '90s TV show. Uh, mm-hmm. Which uh, which one are you most excited for out of these this handful? I, I'd say probably for me. Um, the Doctor Strange movie, probably. That's stuff for me. Oh, yeah. no. Love and yeah. Thunder. Love man. and Thunder sounds exciting, too, because it's Taika with TT as well. It's hard to say, but I think Ragnarok is my favorite MCU movie. Across the board, yeah. yeah. Because of Taika with TT, the Thor movie, mm-hmm. yeah, probably. Which, uh, Even though the Doctor Strange movie is, I, I think it's going to be great. Yeah, which uh, we've been raving about this a lot lately, but yeah, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. If so we're not, good. If, who's not, whoever's not watching that needs to watch that. All right, so we'll uh, briefly talk about um, WandaVision. WandaVision. Uh, I do have to take a little uh, potty break here real quick. So Pause. Uh, so we'll come back uh, after these messages. We'll be right back. All right, so before we move forward, I just wanted to warn everyone that if you haven't watched episodes three and four of WandaVision, we will be getting into it in detail. So uh, this is just your spoiler warning before we move on. Oh, I'm concentrating on the bottom right now. All right, and we're back. Uh, we're going to um, jump into WandaVision, give our thoughts on uh, the last couple episodes. The third one I can't remember as much, but the fourth one that just happened, uh, boy, that was amazing the way it opened. What was the third one? The third one was in the 70s? Yeah. yeah. yeah she's like giving birth. Where she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, Maria Rambo? Or is that Monica? Mm-hmm. Monica. I- I'll get to the bottom <laughs> yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, because one is the mom, one's the daughter. Yeah. Let, let me... Um, boo, 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 boo. And one drew so, first blood. Yeah, so she, she <laughs> poops out nice. some twins, and then Sylvester Stallone shows up as Rambo. He's like... They drew first blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, she's like, they're just babies. He's like, no. <laughs> Those... Uh, um, Wanda's babies, uh, Bill, Bill and Ted, no, um, Billy and Tom. Oh, I don't remember. Th- those are actual characters in the MCU oh, sure. that oh, grow nice. up to be heroes. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, they they're not even like it's so within the MCU. Mm. I feel like the the way they approach the MCU is like there's like the core kind of thing for everyone, and then there's like uh, 
imagine like a bunch of starving homeless people and then some guy just throwing pennies on the ground. That's what that's what it is. It's like here fans have one of these. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah, all yeah. like, <laughs> let me post on Reddit about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of the wire yeah. when they're like, we got samples and the heroin addicts all yeah. running around. Um, it's Monica Rambo is the uh, the you know uh, I brought up earlier about the Captain Marvels like there's it's it's kind of like um, Mar- Marvel does it really really well like where Sam Wilson becomes Captain America after uh, Steve Rogers retires and and some of these other characters it's a what do they call it a legacy characters it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like with DC with the Flash where there's uh, Barry Allen and Wally West depending on your your generation, you right? Know, your Flash is Barry Allen, and for other people, it's Wally West. And um, so, uh, yeah, uh, Monica Rambeau is uh, is in the show here, and she's like, she's infiltrated, I guess, whatever uh, Wanda and Vision are stuck in, or at least Wanda is. Uh, we're led to believe that Vision is probably like a construct. But it also yeah. seems like she doesn't really have control. Yeah. Either. Right, right. Like when she says the thing about Ultron, mm-hmm. which is at the end of this episode, it's almost like episode, she didn't yeah. even know why she said it. Mm-hmm. So like she's in there, but she's not really all there. Mm-hmm. 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 Which uh, there's, you know, the theory uh, that uh, the one character, the one neighbor that's kind of uh, quirky, uh, that she might be a villain that might be involved in what's going on. Because... In the fourth episode, when they're trying to see who's all trapped in this little bubble, uh, they're naming off people who are, you know, this person is playing so-and-so. They they go through most of those characters, but they don't get to Agnes, I think is the character, the quirky neighbor. Mm-hmm. So there's something going on there. Yeah, okay. That's, so that's I think you're right, Matt. Like, I think uh, Wanda does have some uh, agency within her situation, but not fully. Oh, see. Well, do you want to talk about the fourth episode now? Cause yeah, it's just a jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like together. the fourth episode reveals at the end that it's all Wanda. Yeah. She's had like a psychotic break of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the fact that she can change the way that Vision looks like kind of thing. Well, or? that that Vision died. Yeah, well. And she's like having this moment to try and cope with his death. And she basically had like a psychotic break and is so powerful that she's basically like created this zone that no one can enter that yeah. she controls. Because there's many times in previous episodes where she controls it. Mm-hmm. And like when they watch the TV show, the parts where it cuts yeah. are her. She controlled that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No one else is controlling anything. Mm-hmm. Where she's then, editing that. Yeah. Then at the end, it's, isn't it? Somebody, Monica says, it's Wanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's just too on the nose. And no, too I think obvious. that's what I it is. I, that, I, I think she's. I think she's constr- I think she's that whole bubble is her. She's cons- but she's being she, manipulated. Yeah. I think that it that takes away from it if she's being manipulated. Man. So okay. I'm going to complain now in case <laughs> in case that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. It's too it's too superhero TV. Oh, who's the villain? Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. can't the villain be emotional trauma? Yeah. Which is which is the other uh thing that uh theory that people have is that this is setting Wanda up to be a villain. That's fine, yeah. or or it's establishing a power that once she's well, mm-hmm. she can control better. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my. That approach. would be what I'd like to see. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea it's... of the villain not being a physical being. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and like even the so the ant keeper, right? We talked about how the ant 
the or the beekeeper, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. is like a yeah, I know the <laughs> ant keeper. <laughs> the the beekeeper is a villain from the comics for some agency, right? Yeah, so everyone's AIM, like yeah. speculating that oh, AIM is doing this. Right. But then it, it immediately the next episode they're like, ha, fuck you, it's no, not. Sword, it's just yeah. Wanda. It's yeah. all Wanda. Yeah, right. I did like that scene where and it's like uh the tether. Yeah, it turns, turns into a jump rope. Jump rope. The old yeah. jump yeah, rope. Yeah, I love that. that Which explains awesome. the whole helicopter, the little toy helicopter thing yeah. changing to kind of, yeah. So I got to say, though, man, that, so I saved two episodes again, right? So I watched uh, yesterday, three and four. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, watching the third episode, I'm like, I'm not going to lie, I was like party bored halfway through. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, man, it's still <laughs> like 15 minutes this left. I'm like, I know where it's going, but I just wanted to get to the point where it's kind of, you know. It's yeah, it's almost like they like uh, tested it in a room full of people. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't have because they had to have had decided before they shot anything, like yeah. the order of the episode. Yeah. But it's like the perfect amount of time where you're like, ah, fuck this show. And <laughs> your right. next episode yeah. is like perfect. Then it finally yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, now I'm in. At the yeah. end of the third episode, they finally give us a little yeah, something. With, when they mention, and they mention Ultron. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I know that. Yeah. So then you're like, okay, finally, they're giving us something that's more yeah. than just this TV kind of craziness. Uh, but then, yeah, and then the very beginning of the fourth episode uh, starts out with the, uh, starts out with the uh, blip or the mm-hmm. snap or the reverse snap where people are just appearing, which we didn't get to see that in the movies. We no, we, we saw a little no. bit in uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, where people are just showing up in the middle of like a basketball game or whatever. But that would be chaotic, chaotic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about the people who were in a plane when they were snapped? I know. I wish they would have uh, just ever so slightly referenced the ridiculousness yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah. Like, okay, you're at a hospital, so does someone appear inside someone else on their deathbed? Mm-hmm. And what about all the patients that were like? dying around a ventilator when they came back and are suddenly like not attached to anything like right. there's just so much goofiness that right. could yeah. happen with you that. could yeah. you could make a movie of the ridiculousness of, <laughs> of all that, of to, that. Yeah. to me that scene was the opposite of the beginning of the walking dead where he goes to the hot he nah. wakes up in the hospital yeah. and everyone's gone and everybody's like dead walking around <laughs> you wake <laughs> there's you just all of a sudden live and healthy people are appearing in the hospital yeah, that you're weird. walking around. Yeah. Which you're all screaming. I must say, <laughs> that first episode of The Walking Dead might be the single best pilot I've ever watched. It's really good. It's the, it, only, yeah. the only good episode of that series. Yeah. No, no the first right. two seasons, three seasons are good. No. Then but it starts to go down. But yeah, that when I first watched that, I was like, holy fuck, I'm in. And then, yeah, yeah. then I wasn't. But yeah, the first... Mm-hmm. Oh um, man, that the the blip on that. I think they did that. Such it was, it was fun. To yeah, see they needed that. to portray uh, it at least once, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed. But mm-hmm. yeah, that that fourth episode. I mean, it was very. It was finally kind of hooks you in, pulls you in. Yeah, pull, gives some light to it. That Randall Park character, Johnny, uh, John Woo, was that the character's name? No, no, he's a director. Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah, John Woo, the director. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Woo, I think is the yeah. the, the, the FBI, FBI agent, agent. That show, and finally has mastered the the card trick. A little um oh i didn't even think of that yeah, yeah. uh and then uh darcy shows up and she figures shit out almost immediately yeah she's from thor thor yeah i knew i knew her for something i thought they did a good job with her bringing yeah, her back I thought in so too, yeah. i liked now like what it's 10 years later yeah. and then she she's a doctor that is a, a reasonable time frame for her to actually you know go from somebody that, that doesn't know like anything to now is like very competent yeah yeah i love that actress too mm-hmm 
I don't know what her uh, name Kat is. Cat Dennings. Yeah. yeah, she's very likable and funny. I mean. She's got that like yeah. blend of funny and serious that works really well. Mm-hmm. She kind of reminds mm-hmm. me a little bit of Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a there's something it just reminded me looking at the Wikipedia page. Something to do with a hexagonal static uh, that they find in the CMBR field, which is what, whatever the radiation that came from the Big Bang, like that originated yeah. oh, the Big yeah. Bang. The cosmic radiation. Yeah, there's something going on there. And uh, they used the term hexagonal static, which Wanda's abilities in the comics were described as hex powers, I guess. So they're kind of tying... Ooh, witchy. Yeah, they're trying to mm-hmm. tie in... Science with magic here a little bit, which is uh, kind of interesting. So yeah, I'm still thrown. Like, is there going to be a relationship with the whole beekeeper and like the hexagon is integral to bees as well? So is that a throwback <laughs> to aim? I, I don't know the that... connection. Yeah, how that. much of it is just like internal references, just for like the yummy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. how much of it is like uh, for the grander yeah. uh, prospect of the whole MCU? Right. Yeah. Um, Witchy. You know, I was kind of hoping that they would continue to the 80s and 90s. When we got the 90s, you would you could have done the Blair Witchy oh, episode. Oh, they're totally going to do that. Yeah, and then in the <laughs> 90s, you could have this like ham, handheld like uh, home footage episode where they're running around. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Could be really good, Ian. Have they said yet? They still have not said correct How the number episodes? of episodes, yeah, no. right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No, they haven't. They... Oh, that's interesting that they're not releasing that information. No, I know. Because it mm-hmm. must contain some type of spoiler mm-hmm. or... You could theory craft off of it. Uh, I, I must say that as of this episode now, the this has me more excited than the Mandalorian ever. I had. agree, man. I, don't know. I mean, that's oh. kind of a bold statement, but Actually, I would I don't say agree. that. <laughs> I almost well, shit, agreed. that changed. I fast. almost agreed. Yeah, almost I thought agreed. more Ooh, about it. Wow, that man, we we went. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very you had me quick. Excited well, for I'll say, I'll <laughs> say, uh, I agree with the sentiment that like. This episode makes me want to know what happens more than The Mandalorian, any mm. previous episode of The Mandalorian. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, right. Okay. Well, yeah, the I Ma- don't know if I necessarily enjoy this more than The Mandalorian. Yeah, The Mandalorian didn't have a... No, I mean, the first the episodes before that did not enjoy really yeah. that much at all. So. <laughs> but I get it. it it's it's uh, firing up the old, uh, what's going to happen next engine mm-hmm. more, than, mm-hmm. more than The Mandalorian did. Jason, um, what were you going to say? Sorry. Before I so not really got you wrong. Mm. I don't know. It's not important. I forgot words. Hold on, we're gonna. (laughs) So, Jason, what do you want? And then, (laughs) Uh, to Jason's point a moment ago about the '80s and the '90s. Yeah, I was. I'm wondering, are they gonna? Is the next episode gonna be the '80s? Since we, how far are they gonna go? That's what I'm. '90s. Yeah. Are they gonna do the Jetsons? That would be great. Keep going. God, the Jetsons. Me, George Jetson. (laughs) How great would that be? Yeah. Cartoon version. Oh it. man, Marvel better not be stealing my billion dollar ideas. <laughs> um, Meet the vision. They could do the so. Flintstones too. <laughs> they go back. They're gonna flip right back <laughs> around. Turn around. Go back in time. Oh my gosh. All right. So. If a, if a large stake gets put on the side of a car on rollers and it falls over, <laughs> I think that's when I'm done with the Somebody great, yells Wilma. Yeah. How great would an <laughs> Avengers Scooby Doo crossover mm. be? Oh, I could, I could, I could try that. They would have gotten away yeah. with it too. Uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the 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 third episode had a commercial. This fourth one didn't. The third episode had the commercial where it's a Hydra soap bath powder. Mm-hmm. So the reference to Hydra there, mm-hmm. bath salts. Uh, I thought it was interesting that the commercials, like, were 
were not just like flair for the show, but when they're watching it on the TV, they're, they're actually the commercials. That's the weird part. If yeah. this is all like Wanda creating this, yeah, yeah, what's that's with right. the Hydra commercial? Oh, right, right, yeah. That's why I think that Hydra's maybe maybe the Hydra's also trying to infiltrate and mm. get ah, Wanda. Okay, there's like yeah. agents in there. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah. If there's a okay, if there's a villain that's infiltrating Wanda's creation, I'm still oh, okay with okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that might be so like sword and whatever other yeah, hider yeah. game yeah they're both trying to get to wanda since yeah. she's at a vulnerable place right and she's and then, super powerful yeah. okay okay we, fi- we, we figured it out it. Yep. okay mm-hmm. okay yeah i would definitely consider those thoughts <laughs> yeah uh all right so uh yeah this epi- the, the, the the last two episodes show wanda expelling monica rambo out of her little bubble there yeah man how come she didn't get hurt i know right Going through those, she's tough. Going through those. <laughs> just, uh, I mean, it's. Walls. I feel like you could argue that maybe Wanda doesn't want to hurt her. So yes, you know, she she can push through all that, but she could easily like, put like right. A, if none of it's real, right? Like, okay, yeah. I guess if you hit a fake wall, it hurts a lot less when you hit a go through a real wall. <laughs> so then we see uh, we see Vision for a second. We see a Vision of Vision. Dead. That was yeah, cool. the All Walking Dead brand. vision. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty. pretty I actually cool. like the cavity in his. Yeah, face. I actually rewound. Rewound. I actually you don't rewind things anymore, right? How, how would I say? I need, went back fifteen seconds and watched that again. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess we can do the nineteen eighties right now. You uh, created the code. To yes. send the file back 15 I went, seconds. Yeah. yeah. I watched that again because like, oh, God, that was kind of disturbing. Did he and then I wanted it again. What? Did he turn yeah. gray when he died in the movie? Like, uh, no. Yeah, pretty quick. Okay. Like, as while he was still, uh, Thanos still had him um, by the neck and stuff. And he turned gray Very and corpsey. then he threw, threw him aside like nothing, yeah. Yeah, Jason, I agree. That was, it was like gruesome. Especially because yeah. after this, I'll shout out what I've been watching. And it's like. I watched this between episodes of what I've been watching, and it was like, oh, scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then she, uh, at the end there, she restores everything to how she likes it there, Wanda does. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, really, um, really enjoyed the, the where this is going. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I watched a, or I watched, I watched a podcast. It was awesome. <laughs> wow. Um, what did it do? Like tricks? Yeah. Uh, it was, um, <laughs> It was uh, Pete Holmes, which is a comedian. He's uh, hilarious. Yeah, he he had a he had a, a, a late night or a night uh, talk show at one point, but then he also had a, a show on HBO called Crashing. Mm-hmm. That was which was uh, pretty good. Yeah, it was uh, put together by uh, Judd Apatow. But Pete, uh, Pete Holmes has a podcast called You Made It Weird, and uh, he is he's an excellent interviewer. Like really, he's so good. He's funny naturally, but he's an excellent interviewer. Um, I, I, I don't listen to every episode because uh, depending on who he has on, then I'm like, eh, I'm not that interested in that person. But he had Paul Bettany on recently on um, the You Made It Weird episode that was released on the 20th of January uh, 2021 uh, with Paul Bettany. And it is so revealing about Paul Bettany. Uh, it's it's a really entertaining episode, so I wanted to recommend that one if uh, people are kind of wrapped up in the WandaVision of it all. So um, is that the format of the entire podcast? Is just interview? Yeah, interviews? it's an okay. interview. But but like I said, P. Holmes, he's a he's a natural. He, he's a professional stand up, but he's also naturally just funny. Like it's, yeah, he's yeah. one of the. I would say he's in the top three like stand up comedians of, for me. Yeah, of ever. Yeah, okay. and he he's interesting too in that comedy. Like obviously, we talk about assholes like ninety percent of the time. Mm-hmm. 
But no, comedy can be funny assholes. and like completely clean. And yeah, his comedy right. is just like the cleanest and funniest comedy I've ever heard. I appreciate that craft almost more. Yeah, I it think takes it's so harder. much more effort. Right. It's harder, I mean, yeah. we're like talentless hacks. That's why we talk about poop and farts all <laughs> right. the time. It's a low hanging. Like, exactly, low hanging yeah. turd. Yeah, yeah. long hanging testicles. Uh, yeah, no. So I, I recommend uh, Pete Holmes's podcast. You made it weird. Um, but yeah, he he he's he's great. But then yeah, like I said, Paul Bettany. I I, I didn't know he he talks about because he's been married to uh, Jennifer, uh, the girl from uh, Labyrinth. Uh, Jennifer um, Lawrence. No, Love Anderson. He- Love Hewitt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I'm going with Jennifer. Here, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Keep that's going. it. No, okay. Um, uh, I'll just look up Labyrinth. Let's just uh, get a fill of dead space. Uh, is, is it just Jennifer, kind of like Prince? It's just Gen- like one name. Jennifer Connolly. <laughs> Connolly. Oh. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. He. Uh, they like got married right after nine eleven because he like they were friends already, but something to do with nine like the the nine eleven um whole the whole thing kind of like uh, urged him to like. Like look at his life, like I don't know more seriously, and then he just went and like proposed to her, and they'd been married ever since. Wait, is he American? Uh, he's British, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. I can't imagine him not having a British accent. <laughs> that would ruin me. Yeah, he's that was very- like learning that House is British. That's the opposite. Yeah, like, what that, the fuck? That, yeah, that was really. Or uh, speaking yeah. of The Walking Dead, yeah, uh, uh, Lincoln, whatever that actor's name is, he's British. Uh, Carl, not Carl, but Carl. Uh, uh, the dad? Andrew Lincoln. Well, yeah. Andrew Lincoln. Yeah. What, what's his name in uh, Walking Dead? Uh, Rick so, yeah, Grimes. Rick. Rick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rick Grimes is the same way. He's a, he's a British actor, and once yeah. you hear him, uh, mm-hmm. in, so um, in the show Avenue Five, Hugh Laurie actually does yeah. kind of that House. bit on purpose, Man, where he goes back and forth so between. Yeah, though. I know between the British <laughs> I and English watch accents. it. But yeah, you're right. It was not, good. I'll yeah. watch the second season, but it could have been so much better. Yeah. It, it wasn't so much potential. bad, but it wasn't as good as you'd like with the talent that was there uh-huh, for yeah. you. With I agree. Speaking of Josh Gad and all those great way to put it. Speaking of the Brits and TV shows, uh, I just started watching Ted Lasso. Oh, I really want to watch that, but it's only on Apple TV, right? Yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't know, it's created by the guy that created Scrubs. Scrubs yes. Yeah. So okay. I, I was watching it, and I was like, this feels very kind of scrub, Scrubs-ish, and it's kind of sense of humor and life about it. Yeah. That's all, I, I finally kind of like, yeah. I, I heard from enough people, enough right people, like the people whose opinions I uh, respect and stuff, uh, and, and I ended up watching the first episode. I, I enjoy I. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the mm. first show for me that I that I knew this was coming for a long time. Yeah. Where like I would love to watch that show, but it's just on the wrong streaming. Service. I'm at that point now. Yeah, with so many streaming services, and I already subscribed to a handful of them. Like I I can't just willy nilly just yeah exactly you know, uh, subscribe to all. of them. I saw the best. Uh, was it this? Was this an oatmeal comic? It, it might have been. I, I don't want to give them credit. They didn't do this, but it was uh, basically like a, a two panel comic. And uh, it was a pirate hat, and it was like a, an homage to when streaming first came out. It's like, ah, oh, I don't yeah, need yeah. this anymore. I think I this and uh, and they put it down. He puts it down, and then now it's like cobwebs on it, and it picks it back up. Oh. And it's like time hello, to put back friend. yeah, hello old friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Time to homage start to finally start downloading stuff again because you, you can't you can't be subscribed to like thirty right. different pay services. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anything else, guys? Before yeah, we... I want to shout out. Uh, 
I've heard about this show for a long time, and I've never gotten around to watching it because I only really watch TV with my wife, and she is like a no-go on horror stuff. Mm-hmm. But f- friends of, our f- of us, friends and family, <laughs> decided uh, they convinced Katie to watch it. So we watched Haunting of Hill House. Mm. Have you seen this? I don't watch Dude, horror shows. You, so. I, it's amazing. And it like pushes the bar up for like acting. I like I don't think I've watched a TV show where like the acting across the board is this fantastic. Huh. Interesting. I I made the mistake of starting that show with and it's I mean I say mistake, but let me explain. I made the mistake of starting that show with my wife because it's so hard for us to connect and watch shows at the same. So it takes like five times longer for us to watch a show yeah. through. We are about Three or four episodes into the haunting of Hill it's House, it's so good, and it does this weird thing that horror rarely does. Like horror, by its nature, like kills all the characters usually, so like they don't spend a lot of time making the characters likable. But this show makes you fall in love with every single character. Mm-hmm. It's just very well written and acted. It's probably one of the better shows I've seen in a long time. Even even if you don't like horror. Uh, t- the title's kind of fucked me up. Isn't there a show that's like... Well, the sequel. It's, so they're doing an American mm-hmm. Horror Story-esque thing. The Haunting oh, of Bly Manor. anthology style. Right, which I'm now halfway through and is also fantastic. And it, it does the American Horror Story thing where some of the actors yeah. cross over and play different characters. Yeah. It's it's really good. Right, I would. Right. I don't care if you don't like horror. It's really, <laughs> yeah. really good. I think Netflix, <laughs> right? Netflix, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's Netflix, and everyone has Netflix, so you can't. You have no excuse <laughs> not to watch it. I think. I think it was Stephen Fisher of Let's Talk it About was. Stuff that attracted oh, cool. me. Yeah, that's when I first shows, heard yeah. about it. Was on Let's Talk About Stuff. Cool, 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 cool. And then the last thing I'll shout out is my song for the week. Yeah, which is this band called Lake Street Dive, which uh, I'm from Chicago, so I always hear Lakeshore Drive, and I every time I go into like type it into Spotify, I type the wrong thing in, <laughs> but it's Lake Street Dive, and it's a uh, the song's called Good Kisser, and it's just like a 70s-esque rockish deal with a female lead singer who's incredible. All right. All right, all right, all right. Well, um, yeah, uh, man. Got a lot accomplished for this one. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. We it's got a the beefy end, boy. Mm-hmm. The end MCU, of an era. MCU retrospective, got that. Out of the way. Um, now we're going to start going through uh, the show Teletubbies, one episode <laughs> at a time. Aww. Um, oh, man. I've been waiting years be for this. be still more fun than if we did Star, Star Trek. <laughs> well, yes. uh, the the Lord of the Rings show, eventually, I feel like, man, that one, I, yeah. I, I'm going to want to do something special with that uh, yeah. series. Yeah, like so five or ten we'll years do from now. The Teletubbies. Uh, hopefully we get to the end of that series and up until yeah we, we can do Teletubbies. Yeah. If Teletub- you watch all the Lord of the Rings movies and then all of the Hobbit movies, it'll be six years from now, and then you'll <laughs> yeah. get to watch the show. Can uh, we deep fake Teletubbies onto Star Trek, and we can do both <laughs> both at the same time? Yeah, excellent. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, so uh, let's see. Um, do a little bit uh, more networking here. I just. Uh, so that everybody knows to keep up with what's going on with Listen Impossible. Follow Jason and Matt, um, his, their new podcast, Listen Impossible. You can follow them to see when the episodes drop. Um, they're at impossible underscore pod. So uh, go follow them. And um, let's see what else. Uh, for Mind Grenade stuff, it's mindgrenadestudios.com. Uh, is where you can find all our stuff there. Um, our Twitter account is at MindGrenade1. 
Uh, let's see. This has been uh, episode 244 of the Mind Grenade Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. This has been Hector for Jason, Matt, Ian, and Tom Gunn saying so long, and we'll talk to you soon. Nice. In your desperate whisper, if you're going to tell them everything, don't leave out the good part. Tell them the way that you broke my heart when you told me that you missed her. Gonna tell them